Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to an all-new episode of Glenn is Talking Man from New York, the podcast. Now, if you follow the news, you keep hearing a lot about inflation. If you go to the store, if you go shopping, you probably notice it, right? Everything seems to be more expensive. The prices are going up. You're not going to get an explanation from me, really, because I'm not an economics expert. But you know, we had like, you know, during the pandemic beginning, we had all this sort of lack of activity in the economy because millions of people were laid off and remember like remember when oil hit zero as far as like the barrels of oil that's being traded that was like really weird so now we've got like so much activity going on people trying to figure out how to blame but the price is up like you go to the store you notice everything is more expensive and when prices are up your things you value you tend to look at them differently right like you go this thing that you usually would buy, you when you see the price is now, you're like, hmm, don't really need that. Don't want that. It could be anything. It could be maybe it's, maybe it's some sort of electronics gadget. Maybe it's just groceries. Maybe it's water. Maybe it's like, oh, water. Don't really need water. Don't really want water. Now I'm only joking. Water is. You should be drinking water. You should not skimp on water. Water is healthy. I'm always amazed by adults who say, I don't drink water. Like really? I don't, I kind of say a teenager saying that. When you're a teenager, you mostly, you mostly drink soda and juice because that's like your, that's your, that's your fix. You get your fix from soda and juice, if not among other things. But that's like a topic for another issue or another day, really. But yeah, so when prices are, it makes you really value or examine the value of things. Like, hmm, do I really need that? Do I really want that? So it's not always necessarily a bad thing it makes you reevaluate certain purchases but it's not fun it's not especially if you're grocery shopping if you're buying food because you need food and then when you're like in the food and you're like hmm well, chicken wings are like three hundred dollars per wing i mean not quite but still it feels like that it, it just makes you kind of take a second look which i think can be good when it comes to luxuries not necessities when necessities are more expensive then life just really feels sucks you just really just feel bad like remember jimmy mcmillan the guy who ran for mayor in new york with the famous phrase the rent is too damn high well everything is too damn high now what are the policymakers going to do about it is going to work itself out hopefully it will but you know it, it's it's a shock when you go to the store and you see uh some of these prices but you know, it's like you, you it makes you really reconsider, okay, do I do I really need this particular thing? If even if you're shopping online. Now of course we are in the middle of holiday shopping season. So a lot of people are gonna just absorb stuff because they clearly can. Meaning, yeah, people are gonna feel like I have to get these gifts. I have to buy this food because I'm hosting dinner. Uh, so you're not you're not gonna disinvite people. You're not gonna call someone and say, you know what? You can't come to Christmas dinner because I couldn't afford a Christmas turkey, so we're only having turkey sandwiches, and I couldn't afford enough turkey cold cuts, so you can't come. Like, so people, people are going to stretch their dollars to the max this time of year because it is the holidays. But as then we start moving into the new year, and then you start seeing people probably be making changes. 
whatever. It'd be a really good excuse to, to you know how it is at the beginning of the year. Everyone's like, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to join a fitness club. But you know, I don't know what the prices are going to be at fitness clubs. But people might be like, hmm, it's a little too much money. So people might have some, some good built-in excuses as we move into the new year. So prices is up. Is New York down? So hear me out. I spend a lot of time on social media. And I noticed a trend, especially on TikTok, uh, of people talking about New York. People who live here, either transplants or native New Yorkers. So this is sort of a two-side story. So I see a lot of native New Yorkers who are like, you know what? Uh, I think I'm over New York. Now, most of these people, they're kind of young. They're like maybe in their 20s or 30s. And they're kind of like, New York isn't quite, you know, it's, it's too, too many people. It's too expensive. So they were in that. Now, I've been there, done that. And a lot of people have done that. Like, I was, mm, I was in my 20s still, late 20s, when I, I left New York. I'm like, I love New York. New York is my heart and soul. But there was a point where I'm like, I'm sick of New York. Like, this, this city is, has beaten my soul to the ground. I got to get out of here. So, that's, so I did. And to be honest with you, I didn't know if I would come back. I was like, oh, maybe I'm just going to build a life somewhere else. And maybe I just come to visit New York and reminisce about the old days of, you know, running from a crazy person in Central Park or something. You know, I just, I figured I would. But I didn't spend that long. I didn't spend a long time away from New York City. Uh, only it was like less than a year. And then it was like slowly that urge starts coming back. And then you really understand it if you've been away from New York for a little while and then you come back and you see that skyline and that energy hits and it's like boom you feel like you're in the center of the universe so I understand where these people are coming from but I think something has really changed in New York I think New York has become a little bit more inhospitable I think I messed that word up over the past recent years I think it's been amplified by the pandemic but not but the pandemic is not the root cause of it I think pandemic has contributed to it, but it's not the cause of it. But yes, New York, uh, I think in many ways it's become a place where, yeah, it isn't the New York dream. There's the American dream and the New York dream, right? And the New York dream feels less and less attainable for many people, especially New Yorkers, native New Yorkers, people who've grown up in the city who are like, okay, what am I really fighting for? And by fighting, I mean, you know, working going to the job, be stuck in traffic or be on a train or if you're going to school or whatever. Like the people are like, What am what am I fighting for? Because there doesn't seem to be as much value. Yes, there are many great institutions in New York, cultural, there's many activities, there's so many things happening. Like I say, it just feels like the center of the universe. So it's always gonna be that. But people kinda of start looking like, okay, can I live life a little bit better away from New York? Can I can I have a little bit money in my pocket for other things like I want to do instead of just paying rent. So that's a real, con- and, and and it's not the it's not a new thing. People have been having conversations for a long time, but I just think over the years, the city has become more and more expensive, and that New York dream has become a little less attainable, even for transplants. We have this idea of the person who moves here from wherever. Ohio, Iowa, Kansas, or whatever. Maybe they're from Canada, maybe they're from... But people come in and they have that New York dream, right? 
where they're going to get the cool apartment and have the cool friends and be at the cool bars. And they do that, but they do it at a high price, meaning maybe they have to have roommates, multiple roommates. Maybe they have to live in an, a, a crappy apartment too long, you know, much longer than they want to. Maybe their job prospects, they, don't, they can't quite get the job they want. They can't quite get the career going where they want it to go. And maybe there's kind of like they're, they're getting by and they're surviving, but they're not striving. They're not really living that New York dream, that sort of fantasy thing. We bring them to another part. Also on TikTok, you see a lot of people saying that, uh, criticizing what they call the over, over-romantic view of New York from people who have only been in New York for a short time. And you see the videos and, and the social media posts, people who are... I went to this cafe. I had a seven dollar latte. I, I, I you know I petted a bodega cat, and like so, a lot of people sort of are taken aback by that sort of over romantic view of New York. And first of all, this isn't new. Like I hear a lot of people people act like this is something that's only happened in recent years because of gentrification. But a romantic view of New York has existed, I would argue, for centuries, really. But definitely in modern era, it's probably over a century, really. But I would say it's been going on since New York has been New York City. Where people are like, if I can go to New York, I can have my life. I can or live the dream life. Or just have a better life. And, and I think people have always had a romantic view of New York City. And I mentioned this in, years ago in the podcast. And maybe you know, more recently. But I remember over the years... Meeting so many young women, and it doesn't matter if they're white, if they're Asian, if they're black, it, if they're from different parts of the country, people who have moved here from New York City. Many of these young women were influenced by a particular show called Sex in the City, right? And they saw this show and they wanted to live that life. Like, and I met so many young women who were like, yeah, I watched that show when I was a teenager, or maybe I was a little bit younger when I wasn't supposed to. And I'm like, I'm moving to New York City. I'm going to live in an apartment and have fancy clothes and go to bakeries and little shops. So this was a big influence on many uh, young women. And other, people, and other people too. But I think young women were like from that particular show. So this romantic view. Now the show is back. There's a new reboot. So I haven't watched it yet. But I'm sure it showcases a fantastic, beautiful New York, which people, a new generation of people will be inspired to come to New York and try to live that life. But I do think that the New York dream has become, it's become more difficult for, for many, many people. And so people are trying to navigate that reality. Now, on the other hand, I don't think there's anything wrong with romanticizing New York or even over-romanticizing New York. I think because that's what that's how you that's people come here and they many people come here and they live great lives and they build things they build great careers they build a, a business they build families they build they contribute to the culture of the city so this so we want people to come to New York City and, and and fall in love with the idea of New York and the possibilities of what that means and I also think on the other hand I think there's too many Native New Yorkers. Who sometimes we over romanticize the the stuff that's not great, like could could be where there's a badge of honor, could we take a lot of pride 
in growing up in New York, being a New Yorker, is being part of our DNA. But sometimes we over-romanticize just the, the, the crap stuff. Like, and there's nothing romantic about, really, there's nothing romantic about being on a crowded rush hour subway or having some, like, disturbed person on the street throw something at you. Or it's like, we, I think New Yorkers, we, we, should, we need to demand better. And I think sometimes we romanticize the stuff that we should kind of say, you know what? We can do better. We can live better than this. We don't have to accept this. Like, you know, we don't have, we don't have to, let's, let's not romanticize the rats anymore, right? So let's, let's, let's do that. Not like, let's, yeah, let's take a tongue-in-cheek look at some of the negative stuff. Yes, it's a, it's a badge of honor. Yes, we take great pride. It's character building. But let's not make, it, make, they make that the romantic view of New York either. Like, we got to have a, a balance of how we look at the city. So I think, but yeah, I think, you know, this is a conversation that you, that I think people are talking around, but yeah, and I think New Yorkers, we need to demand better. So if we got a new mayor coming in, we got new leaders coming in in different positions, and we should demand better as far as to make the city more livable for people who are already here, people who want to come here, uh, because that's when New York City will die. When, when, when dreams become less and less attainable, then the New York dream will die. And in New York, you know, will this be sort of this, uh, something, uh, a relic, uh, a memory. But, it, but this, this, this is, uh, I, think, I think this is how it is. This, and that's just my opinion. But I, I know, I think this is how it is. But, so if you're from out of New York City, look, you should come if you want to come to New York. You want to live in New York. You should live. You should come to New York if that's in your heart and soul. You should move to New York, and you should try to live the most romantic life you can in New York. You know, walks into Central Park or across the Brooklyn Bridge, uh, candlelight dinners at a, at a Greenwich Village bistro. You should do all of that stuff. Be aware of all the hard stuff too. And it's not always pretty, but you should do that. And if you're a native New Yorker. You should also realize that you don't have to necessarily romanticize the tough stuff, right? You you deserve better, and and you should and you should be able to do better. We should demand it better. And if you don't feel like you can do it here anymore, you know what? That's okay too, because you're not a failure. If you can live a better life somewhere else, and maybe it's just a different city. Maybe it's Chicago. Maybe it's Los Angeles. Maybe it's Miami or Atlanta. Maybe it's Montreal. Maybe it's Mexico. Maybe it's South somewhere in South Africa or Portugal. Whatever, whatever you need to do to live your best life, you should do it. And that and that doesn't and that's not like a, you don't lose any street cred, at least in this corner of the universe. But yeah, people who romanticize the city, we need people to romanticize uh, the city because that's part of New York. New York, yes, New York is a geographical location, but it's also a sort of a story. It's also a story, story it's part, even a myth almost. And that continues. And that's what makes it special. So I think I've said enough. Or maybe I haven't said enough. But I think I'm finished anyway. But thank you for listening. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok with the handle at Glenn Price Man. That's Glenn with two wins, Price Man with two wins. If you want to email me, 
podcast at manglen.com. That's man with two wins. Glenn with two wins. Dot com. And if you would like to uh, support this podcast, support this podcast host, buy me a cup of coffee and a donut, or maybe even two donuts, you can find me on Venmo with the handle at manglen. And you already know the deal. That's man with two wins. Glenn with two wins. Thank you for listening. Take care of yourself.